uh yeah yep putting francine back together yeah absolutely uh and I'm, we're going to be recording it so i'm doing a complete video on upgrading your co2 galvo head from a 10 millimeter galvo head to a 20 millimeter galvo head which is a non it's not a compromise like it's not a compromisable upgrade uh, like you it's you all need or nothing to make this upgrade you have to do it the 10 oh, millimeter so head the 10 millimeter head on the co2 galvo laser is unusable because so the buy it size, with a 20 or don't buy, buy it with a 20. And I told Mactron too, this was a, a great thing. I told Mactron, you will list a, a listing option for a 20 millimeter head or I won't recommend this product. Hey guys, what's up? It's Alex of Laser Everything, and you are listening to the Laser Source Podcast, the number one podcast if you're looking to grow or scale your laser business. Um, we are just kind of hanging out today. We've got Tacky here. What's up, bro? What's up, guys? Long time no see. We haven't talked to Tacky in a while because Tacky's been busy with school, uh, and we've got him on today, and I'm really excited to have him here. So we're just going to kind of shoot the shit and hang out. It's just going to be a little powwow session. Um, we're just going to chill. Um, and we were just actually talking about how far the YouTube channel has come. You can see uh, up here in the corner. Oh, I pointed to the right corner for once. Uh, we just hit 5,000 subscribers. That's amazing. It's at 5,001 now, but that's so cool. Like, I, I can't believe that it's just grown. <clears throat> it's grown so fast. Uh, it's really, it's kind of getting ridiculous. I've got, um, I want to pull up the YouTube stats here so that we can just chat about some of the back end stats too. I see you've got the channel up there. Yeah, I was trying to minimize myself. If you're if you're just listening, you're going to miss out on a lot because we're going through the channel this morning and just looking at everything that I missed the last couple of weeks. But um, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, if this loads here, I can get some general stats. All right. Uh, let's hop over. Whoop, 5,002. It's getting to the point now where it's just constantly going up. You know, like yeah. it, sometimes it would, it would be hours or days between new subscribers. And now it's just always going up uh, in the last 28 days. In the last month, the channel has gotten 66,683 views. Wow. Yep. Uh, that wow. equates to about 8.4 thousand hours of watch time. Uh, and we've gained 1.3 thousand subscribers. That's just in the last 28 days. Uh, in the last 48 hours, our videos have gotten 4,400 views, which is amazing. Yeah, you're, I don't know what you're doing. Um, well, are you getting help or are you just losing sleep? Because you, I'm scrolling and I still haven't gotten to the part. Okay, bamboo glasses was the last thing that I watched. <laughs> I have not seen anything since then and this is three weeks ago so that's about right i feel like the last three weeks have been a blur for me but yeah. holy crap you have i mean daily millijoules i i know you've been doing those pretty consistently um yep. we got, we're getting into some autumn stuff i had leaves on the ground in my yard this morning i love it um scaling your business i remember um you guys doing i think it was a two 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 time session with alex campbell yeah um, yep. and yeah like holy crap dude like it is consistent you're Ton, I have a lot of catching up to do. Um, yeah, you can sucks. see too. I've been <laughs> so we used to just for Millijoule Friday Live Day and the uh, Laser Master Academy live streams. I would just upload the general thumbnails, and I've been like trying to up my thumbnail game. I don't know if you can see it here because it started right about when you got busy. Uh, but I've been really trying to like get the thumbnails better, not just for the main episodes, but for everything. Oh, no, I, really cool. I, I like this. They, they all are, they're all eye-catching and different. You've got the same uh, yellow and black, which I think is, is great. I mean, it's your logo color, so yep, everything yep. And then, flows uh, well. So like that Laser Everything Live one, the very first one in the top left, the only reason that's still that one is because we stopped recording that at like 11 o'clock last night, so I haven't thrown a new thumbnail over it yet, but that's mm -hmm. the only one. Um, and that's a great example of StreamYard with uh, Jimmy on the live stream right there, too. If you hover over it, it gives you kind of mm -hmm. the... So like he could actually, we did his mirror alignment yesterday, which was hilarious. Uh, if you, if you, you know, have spent any time listening to Jimmy talk, uh, 
watching him deal with the frustration of trying to get his mirrors aligned was the funniest thing. So it, uh, so he, you're in your shop and he's in his shop and you guys are just talking to each other. We're about just the talking shop and stuff. hanging out. That's yeah, great. Yeah, no, that the, yeah. the idea of that is really cool because, um, I think we were talking about this on on the the bonus episode was that you know, the ability to drop in and like you're working you're doing you're live streaming on Friday and you've got someone in the community going hey I've got this really weird thing going on with my laser and you're like here's a link show everybody we'll work that out and like this this is cool the the collaboration yep. I think is great yep so we're still we're still kind of testing it out but it's it's right there I've, I've got it just about dialed into to where I want it barring technical issues with the guests you know it it should be fairly simple to to do um so yeah so in this video we basically we're, we're running live and i walk him step by step through his co2 beam alignment and we it took a while but we got there oh i see i see him doing the um the blue tape method trying to to align it up i mean you do it yeah, once yeah. and as long as you don't move it too much you're you're good for a while so yep excellent is what there was no fire in this one right there was no fire in this one no Oh, what is that? What is he doing there with the piece of paper? Uh, that So that's your mirror three alignment, right? So getting the beam to come straight down out of the center of the nozzle. Mm -hmm. because so you don't just want using clipping. a piece of paper and lining yep, it up so, to the... Yeah, and that's actually that sheet. Not, not that it's that difficult to make. You could easily make one on your own, but that sheet is available on the LMA. Um, and it's, yeah, it's just a bunch of circles that are the same diameter as the tube with a dot in the center. And then you can adjust mm -hmm. mirror number three until your dot is hitting the dot in the center of the circle. Gotcha. Yeah, we talked about um, Laser Master Academy a little bit on the, the bonus episode, but I think that the laser alignment for a CO2, I mean, everyone does laser alignment videos. Mm -hmm. I don't think they all do it good because I've yeah. spent, I probably spent about, let's say 15, 15 hours over the course of a week trying to get yeah. my, my CO2 tank lined up. Um, yep. This is fine, but I am 100% behind the reverse laser alignment that um, yep. I talked to you about a couple months ago. You probably never had a chance to do yours, right? I With did. The, I um, did it. The bullet. I did it. You did. It worked okay. so well. The I, I struggled a little yeah. bit at the beginning because I have a very special situation where um, my mirror number one is super glued into place. <laughs> so. Yeah, so I had to break it off. And basically, when you're trying to get that very first bounce of the beam to bounce right to mirror number two, you have to actually physically move the mirror. I had to break yes. the mirror off from where it was super glued in. <clears throat> and I put some fresh super glue on it. And then I had to get it in the right spot while it was drying and then hold it there until it dried. <laughs> until it dried. You're it just was a nightmare. But sitting there just I waiting. got it done. I re-glued it. I sanded the bottom of that that mirror mount and and re-glued it probably eight times. But I did get it right. I really need to just order a complete new, like mm. like assembly for that. Um, but I just you know back in the day when I first set up my laser, I had no idea what I was doing. So I just broke the mounts off and then just glued it where I thought <laughs> it was good. But yeah, I did I did do the reverse mirror alignment. The trick was putting a piece of masking tape over the tube nozzle. And then yes. the, having the red beam bounce all the way back to just the very center of that tube nozzle solved it. Once that was done, then it was very easy to go through and do it the traditional way and just make mm -hmm. very minor adjustments to dial things the last 2%. But so you did it both 90, ways. I did it both ways. I did the reverse first, and that got me 98% of the way mm -hmm. there. And then doing the traditional forward mirror alignment method gave me that last 2%. Right. Because at the yeah, end of the day, the, you really have to you have to see it mark in the center, you know. And yes. th there were some small adjustments that needed to be made after the reverse, but it saved me hours of work. Did that mount um, that I printed you work okay for your laser? It, um, it worked bullet? good. It was. It's you could shift it slightly, so that mm -hmm. I wasn't ever really sure if it was like actually parallel with the. We didn't. Do you tighten it to the collar? I, I tried to, oh, I, try, I tried but, to, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little, you gotta, it's finicky. You gotta work with it a little bit, but so it's yeah. less finicky than doing the traditional alignment. Yeah. So if you guys aren't, aren't familiar and you have a CO2 tank or you're planning on getting one, the, the alignment of the three mirrors to the tube to get it uh, more or less down the nozzle perfect or as close to perfect as possible is, is difficult and important. Um, it probably is going to come from your manufacturer, not quite right. And you're going to spend some time 
dialing it in. Well, the issue, the especially the bigger your CO2 tank is, you know, the gantry going from one direction to the other or from one corner to the other, it's going to have drift. It's not going to be perfectly trammed to your um, device. So people try to get it centered well. But if you have a big piece, like with what Jimmy's doing, he's doing gigantic LED signs, you have to have it pretty well centered. Otherwise, you're going to have issues cutting. You're going to have um, issues with it rubbing the inside of the nozzle. So the alignment process is kind of a pain because you're dialing in one mirror and then, okay, that looks good. I'm going to get the center of this mirror. And then you move all the way to the other side and you test it and you, you'll see a huge drift. So this reverse laser alignment, I'm not sure who came up with it, but uh, American Photonics um, has videos and they have devices that you can, it's a milled um, piece of metal that you put a LED, uh, a laser they're, into, uh, like a red laser expensive. into. They are expensive. And so for me, I was like, I'm going to buy a $5 nine millimeter bullet that people use to calibrate uh, a barrel with, you know, sights on a barrel for a pistol. I took that, I 3D printed the ID and OD of that. I shoved it in my laser and I followed the video and did the best that I could with what the video had. Um, and that's Even the reason that it took video, me 15 hours. I, you know, it's not be, good. To be, it's not a good video. It's a so, smart idea. Roundabout way of me getting instructing my you on how to was, do it. Is I lacking. Wanna, oh, you're glitching out on me. I Go think ahead. you're back. <laughs> oh, I was just saying, I was just saying the, the video. The idea is smart, but the video instructing you on how to execute is lacking. I think I even commented on that video. I said, you didn't even get to, you didn't do the full alignment. All, you didn't do it all the way through. He did like half of it and said, yeah. and then you do the rest. And I was like, if you're going through all the effort of doing it 50% or 70%, you need to do it the rest of the way. But I did it. Um, and that's one of the reasons it took me like, I'd say 15 hours is because I spent like five or six, seven, eight hours over the course of a few days just trying yeah. to get it good. And then I went back and I did the reverse alignment. And the worst part, the part that I hate is you have to take your tube, disconnect your tube, and you actually have to slide your tube forward or back, not necessarily forward or back, but up or down um, as a one of the final steps. So yeah. what I would like to do, and, and maybe this is something we can talk about later, but for the Laser Master Academy, we can do a good video on how to align your tube with the laser alignment. We can have the 3D printed files where to gra grab a laser and actually show the process. And like, we can collab cause you got your tank. I've got my tank and we could yep. show, you know, at the same time, different parts of the process. I think it'd be interesting. Um, people you want, you want to have it right. And on the American photonics video, he says, well, if you're not perfectly 90 degrees coming down into your, you know, you're, you're bent a little bit, you're not going to get, um, the best power transfer, which is yes. Okay. You're not going to get 100% of the power of your laser There's reflected a off. That's why fine. You're not going to get 100% power anyway. But the important part is when you move your gantry, you don't want it to be too wavy. For me, it's more about aligning your rails than it is the laser. The laser isn't going to drift too much, but mm -hmm. you'll be able to cons cut consistently if you cut all the way across your entire work work area and it's going to be in focus everywhere that's the yep. most important part and you start at the beginning leveling your bed if you have a honeycomb i took mine off but if you have the honeycomb you level the honeycomb or you level your bed too that's step one so um yeah yeah no i'm absolutely. glad you got it done <laughs> i yeah i got it done i the things that that really tripped me up there were two things that that seriously tripped me up the first thing is that i didn't understand that when you're like, let's say you're going from mirror one to mirror two, <clears throat> um, you can't you can't adjust the dials on the back of the mirror to make it more center in the close position. So when mirror two is right yeah. up next to mirror number one, you can't adjust those dials. Wherever it's hitting, you need to move the mirror to get it to hit in the center. You can't yeah. move the, the adjusters. The adjusters mm -hmm. are only for use when the mirror is far away. Uh, and I was so I would I would adjust the dials on the back of the mirror in the close position. Then it'd be off in the far position. Then I'd adjust for the the, the dials for the far position, and then it'd be off in the close position. And it's just a circle. Back I did the forth. same thing. I, I didn't, didn't realize that you that. have to get it. I would center mine, and then I would like, okay, it looks great, center. And then I go to one end, and I'm like, oh, that's off. Then I go to the other end, and I'm like, that's a little off too. And I would adjust one end, and I was chasing 
And then I had right. to realize that you have to do the far end. And then when you come in and it's off on the close end, you cut it in half, you make half the adjustment so that, and that's why the, the laser pointer, I think is really, really, really important to the process because you can't turn your laser on and have it run constantly as they're going across. But when you can see the laser actually drift yeah. back and forth as you're moving the gantry, you understand that, hey, this isn't perfectly level. My CO2 beam is gonna do this too if the laser pointer is. So yeah. that brought I mean, it all the, together for me. There, there's one main reason why the um, that isn't a video because I, I did the whole process, right? So that should be a video on the channel and it's not. Here's the reason why that stupid bullet laser pointer died every five seconds. Every five seconds, I had to like pull the batteries out, change the order that they're in, and then close it back up. And I'd get another like minute and a half. And as I went on, it the death time got shorter and shorter and shorter. I just couldn't keep the laser on. If I was recommending this to somebody, what I think we should do is 3D print a new IDOD jig and get a like powered, like a legitimate powered, like red dot, you know, like so the one that I, I sent use. you was a different one than the one that I use. I'm going to pull it up here on Amazon. So I did mine and I think you and Tony were both going to buy one. I said, don't buy this one. I got buy a different one because mine right. would the batteries. And I got the, I got the batteries for hearing aids and the hearing aid batteries are like 150 milliamps. They're like four yep. times the capacity of the ones that it came with. And I right. could, run it for five minutes and then it would die. And then I would let it sit for a minute and it would die. And the, these kinds of laser pointers, they screw on and you unscrew to turn them on and off. So they didn't have a button on it. I highly, highly, highly recommend if you're gonna do this, you get a laser pointer that has an on and off switch. So when you're not trying to um, get it aligned, you can turn it off to save power. But also what if we get a fucking, like a big, like one that's this big, that's a traditional point and click laser pointer. And then you shove that in the hole. That should be the same thing, right? As long as it's circular. It should, but the button will throw off the angle that it ends up locking in. I think okay. that little bit of tilt would make a big difference down the, the line. What I think we should get is like another beam combiner laser, like a real red dot that you can hook up temporarily to 12 volts on your machines. So we need to find something more um specific for what we're trying to do yeah yeah so this is constant power whether it's coming from a dedicated power supply right with the alligator clips or yep. whether you wire it to the 12 volt on the inside of your machine by the controller just like the one that's actually being used in the beam combiner i don't, I don't care which one it is but something with a dedicated power line on 12 volts mm -hmm. or something like that i think would be ideal that yeah just that's probably out of the equation so if you take the the laser pointer that's already attached to your your tank too, and it's the cable's long enough, you could flip that over and shove it in. Um, this is what I got, and you guys can see that for one, it's not perfectly smooth. So this this outer this out can I can I ride on it? Yeah, this outer gauge here was a yep. different diameter, um, but you have to unscrew this bitch in the back, and I hated that. So yep. I was like, you guys should get a different one, and hopefully, I'm I'm sorry you got you got you had the same headache on that um, as I did. I think oh, it's just dang. that those little batteries just can't put out the sustained draw that the laser, the diode requires, you know, like it yeah. just can't do it. And yeah. So eliminating the batteries completely is probably the best course of action, yeah. but it's probably going to be a little more involved. Maybe we can figure that out though. Yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll take a look around and we can, we can kind of circle back around, but we've, this is like a massive digression from what we were chatting about, which was the channel, which is the just, channel. Yeah. yeah. Super cool, dude. I, there's that touch-free dog bowl, by the way. There's the final mark on that. Um, so that's got the uh, the powder coat removal, no ablation whatsoever, uh, which turned out like really nice. We did some custom graphic uh, design in that one too, like a little logo or whatever, uh, which is pretty nice. But uh, yeah, once we got these settings, man, it was just, I mean, we, we, were, we were cruising. Uh, I'm really, really pleased with how the results came out on this. And I think you're going to have a lot of luck with those tumblers that you want to test on. Uh, if you mm -hmm. get those yeah, freaking Yeti, shot. man, if those Everybody's are, those are, Yeti. those are fake Yetis. They're fake. They're not even real. They're There's chetties, a link to the, Yeah. They're fetties. There's a link <laughs> in that, the video description of that video to them. They're like 16 bucks on Amazon. Super cheap. They're uh, on Amazon. We're we don't have to go through Ali. 
You don't have to do uh, Ollie on these. I, in fact, I couldn't find them on Ollie. I was going to give people an Ollie option and I couldn't find them. Uh, I could only find them on Amazon. But $16 is a, a steal compared to the regular ones, which, believe it or not, are like 50 bucks for a dog bowl, for a dog water bowl. Yeah, it's like a I love my dog, dog but water bowl. no. <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. You can grab those out of the Amazon link and you can sell it for 50 bucks customized and people are going to pay it, you know? Uh, which is insane, but yeah, I'm gonna buy great... one right now. Let's yeah, do, do it. it. Yeah, buy Just one to... right now. I don't have enough shit on my um my uh shelves over there that I'm not using. Um, mm. do do you, you said it's in the? Uh, yeah, it should be in the description. Uh, probably in that uh, scroll up, like right in that. So two big chunks of links, and then the little ones in between. Oh yeah, I totally yeah, fatty. Yeah, yeah, I totally missed it. Um, well, there's only black of oil. Yeah, there's a couple got? different colors in there. $37. 20 Unique. Do, 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 do. I'm looking for his. Oh, here we go. So uh, I also have another channel pack. announcement. Our percentage of female viewers has gone up from 4.7% to 6.1%. <laughs> one more has joined. <laughs> that's right. One more. We have one no, that's more fantastic. Lady. Yeah, we, we need good. some I more like, representation. I like to see the balance, uh, which is really nice. Um, you know, one of the interviews that I'm really excited about, we did the uh, that interview we just did with uh, Southern Smoke Engraving, too. Um, so uh, we're going to have uh, that that podcast episode. It's coming up eventually. That one's actually going to require quite a bit of editing. Um, because there, we had a lot of technical issues when we were recording that one, which is why it hasn't been released yet. So, but it's backlogged, and I just I have to get it out soon because that that's going to be a great episode too. Oh yeah, there's there's the mark right there. It's clean, man. It took I'm not gonna lie, it took it took a little bit of elbow grease with the uh, melamine. Yeah, you can and, see that it's starting alcohol. to fade off just a little bit there. But I mean, that's just I mean, you're making multiple passes, and you're not messing with the the metal so it doesn't matter how many times you run it right yeah so what i would do if i was going to do this on the rotary uh would be like a mark loop of four probably so that it ran all four passes before rotating on the rotary tool and your um, recommendation for the rotary is always to do a zero not a 45 negative 45 yeah i would do the zero because the negative 45 and 45 lines don't line up after the rotary has made a step oh so yeah so if you're not parallel like it's going to be offset like shark tooth mm -hmm. pattern. Yeah, that doesn't, the, it doesn't work. So uh, yeah, just, I've been on rotary, just straight zero. But yeah, they- Free they delivery tomorrow. Out. Here we go. Really, really nice, man. I, everybody's been getting that lately, like 24, 12 to 24 hour delivery on Amazon. I'm still not seeing that as an option, but um, yeah. And then I live right next to three distribution centers. So if one of them doesn't it, have it, uh, it'll be surprising. So yeah, I've heard some people saying that. Um, and then this one, we, we actually turn the power up. So for normal flat stuff or the rotary, if you're using it, since the rotary is always perfectly uh, focused, I was saying 40 power is better. This one we redid at 50 power to try to help get us around the curve. Uh, and it came out much better. So, and then all oh, of yeah, that, and as that soon as you put that, there, yeah. Yeah, it just yeah, vanishes. Really nice. Yep. No, that's beautiful. And and you know, any any videos that you do where it's just like you laser and you're done, there's no post processing. Like I drool yep. all over those because you see so many like especially with wood, it's like you cut it and then you have to sand it and then you have to stain it and then you have to yep. sand it again and it's like yep. so much of your labor that you can only charge so much for it because so much of your your cost is your labor. But if you if yep. you can set something up get your settings right for a dog bowl and then you can make a hundred dog bowls like that and then just ship them off. It, it's great. Yep. It, every video There's I see like zoom, this, I just yeah. love. Super yeah. That's, that's really good. Yep. So those settings, Damn. man, a plus. Yeah. I, I, that's why we like, people always ask me if we do like any other kind of processes here at the shop, I don't do anything. I literally don't do anything, dude. If it's more than just like a wiping it down, or like a clean with like a quick basic chemical, like the degreaser or the alcohol, we don't do it here. I don't do any woodworking. I don't do any 
like metal work kind of stuff. Like I literally dude, like if, if I can't blast it with the laser and give it back to the customer, like I, I just won't do it. Look at this hair. Look at this hair. I know dude. It's getting there again. I'm, I'm getting close. I've been trying to get regular haircuts. It's just like, I don't God, Like, I don't want to sit in a chair. I don't want to sit in a chair and get a haircut for 30 minutes when I could be working. You went you went pretty far into this one too for rotary on CO2. This is an old one. Yeah, it's it goes into enough. It doesn't really touch on steppers and how to check your uh pulses per se. It's not as in-depth as the rotary setup video, basically, for fiber. Um, and I'd like to do a CO2 one that goes as in-depth because I, I have the knowledge uh and, and the format would be easy to do. Uh, but I haven't produced a, an episode like that yet. So um, we have still you, lack a CO2 rotary setup video. Have, well, we have, well, I mean, they probably don't know, but we know that there's a lot of work in the background. We've got members of staff that have like between us, like what, five different types of rotary brands that we're testing to try to figure out yeah. what's good. Yeah. So that'll yeah. come out so pretty soon. Tony just sent me the ohm tech, which I'm going to have to buy from him. He sent me his old ohm tech one that he had. I thought uh, you were sending that back to ohm tech for a refund. I was... I was supposed to, but I still haven't produced the review on it. So uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to be out of his return window at this point. I'm pretty sure. I'm not okay. positive, but I'm sure it is. So I'm just going to end up buying it from him and having it here. And I think I'm just going to start collecting them <laughs> because why Put not? Put them on the shelves right? as a museum. Dude, yeah. You know, so yeah. So I've got the Cohesion 3D one now. I've got the Omtech one. Uh, he's going to ship me either the Mansfield or the Pyburn at some point one or the other, let me test it and do a review. And then we're going to swap and he's going to send it back to me. Uh, that is if he's still alive. We haven't heard from Tony in a while. I'm getting kind of concerned about Tony. Uh, I definitely thought that Tony would be back on the podcast before you. And here you are. <laughs> so that's just increasing my concern at this point. Yeah. Shattering expectations, I guess. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then, I mean, you know, as far as just like future stuff, man, I'm really excited to get Francine back together. Uh, that's the CO2 Galvo laser. So we can start really producing content with this because I think this, this is upgrade, what you're working on today, right? Uh, yeah. Yep. Putting Francine back together. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I'm, we're going to be recording it. So I'm doing a complete video on upgrading your CO2 Galvo head from a 10 millimeter Galvo head to a 20 millimeter Galvo head, which is a non- it's not a compromise. Like it's not a compromisable upgrade. Uh, like you, it's you all or need nothing. to make this upgrade. You have to do it. The 10 oh, millimeter so you... head, the 10 millimeter head on the CO2 Galvo laser is unusable. Because so the buy it size, with a 20 or don't buy, buy it. Buy it with a 20. And I told Mactron too, this was a, a great thing. I told Mactron, you will list a, a listing option for a 20 millimeter head or I won't recommend this product is basically what I said. Uh, because it's just unusable. You cannot use it with the 10 millimeter head. The dot size is just too big. So you need to give you a... Go ahead. any reason why they came with that in the first place. Like I know they're selling a product. They don't care they... what you use it for, or if it's usable, but for ones that care about the repurchase and who are China, doing affiliate programs. China is very, China believes, let me say this. China believes that U.S. buyers are very price sensitive. And for the most part, that's actually pretty true. They okay. want they want the lowest price, right? So the two amp 10 millimeter Galvo head is significantly less expensive than the 20 millimeter head. Even if it's far less usable, the sticker price is lower. And that is their priority is keeping the sticker okay. price as low as possible. But I'm telling you, dude, you cannot use a 10 millimeter. It's not a fiber laser. The fiber laser beam comes out much wider out of the end of the laser gun than it does out of the RF tube on the CO2. And you get a much finer, more usable dot size. Uh, and the 20 millimeter head, dude, you just can't, like, it's it's going to be a massive difference. I can just tell you already. We're effectively doubling our beam size, which should half our dot size uh, downrange when we're using it. And what were you, when you were doing the original testing with the acrylic, I remember you were just, you were so frustrated because you couldn't get good results. What was the small, what was the beam size that we're seeing focused? on the work piece i don't know uh i've i've not done the math on that um i wish that i had uh but my my installation video will likely not be that uh thorough um but i did do a bunch of samples and i can actually grab them really quick let me go get them because I'm, I'm sure you'd like to see them 
Yeah, I'd just be curious to see like out of the box for the 10 millimeter, you know, so the the tank CO2s, I think they're like a 0.1 millimeter um, focus, to, like on the standard two inch lens, which is, I mean, decently small. I was actually surprised that it was as small as it was. Well, that's the, because the, the fiber is only a, a four times smaller, you know? The reason that the CO2 gantry dot size is much, much smaller is because we're using two inch focal lenses, not 10 inch focal distance lenses. Right. right. The, and you're only the, shooting that through that's a six, I think it's a six millimeter beam starting from the tube out. And I don't know what right. it is for the RF CO2. It's two to three. So much we're starting much smaller already, okay. which is bad. It's news, smaller, but right? then you're yeah. Yeah, because yeah. of your lens. So then the CO2 lenses, think about the focal distance. We're only throwing that beam two inches. So obviously your dot size is going to be much, much smaller when yeah. we're throwing it you know, six to eight to 10 inches from a Galvo head down onto a projection area, you're going to have a much bigger dot size. So the, the 20 millimeter head, I'm telling you, it's non-negotiable. So I did these, check this out. So since we had the September contest, right? Um, so I did some just detail tests basically. Right. So over here uh, on the, what side is that for you guys? On the right side, uh, you can see that's as small as I could get it and still kind of discern the graphic. And even then, how, if you compare how tall it to is the that? One, uh, let's see. The it doesn't small look very one, small. The Three small inches? One, the small one is two inches and the large wow. one is four inches. So um, as you can see, the details uh, in the small one there are completely revealed when we move over to the big one i mean just look at how much more detail is in the larger version of this and yeah they're burnt out lost. washed out yeah that's rough right so i'm really hoping i mean it looks cool in its own right but it's not what we want so mm -hmm. are you i'm hoping gonna that do this, this i'm gonna do the same two boom boom side by side that's the plan yeah so I've was, been saving. it this looked like that's that. what you designed it for was to have a before and after which is good on you to have like a baseline to compare it to because if you're saying hey i mean other than anecdotally like we know that it's not good with 10 you're like well look this i'm showing you mactron i'm showing you guys who are planning on buying your francines out there that you need it because you get you don't get the detail you, if you yeah. want to go small you're gonna you're gonna wash it out you're gonna burn it i mean at least on wood i don't know i think too what that and this to is just i'm not this is not based on science at all but i'm guessing um the my inability to mark on acrylic and glass is due to my dot size. Uh, I that think makes that sense. I just, yeah, it does make sense. I can't mark glass without shattering it. I just can't. If I it's by the time I'm throwing, out. by the time I'm throwing enough power downrange to fracture the glass, I've broken it. Like the actual yeah. glass. So that that hasn't worked at all. I've broken like fifty picture frames trying to get it to work with the big dot, and it won't do it with the big dot. And then acrylic actually gets like a nice a really nice embossed look, but it's smooth and super clear. So you can't use it for things like LED backlit signs. Yeah. Uh, so you need or, to um, completely vaporize it in order to burn away on the acrylics. If you, it's too wide, you're not going to yeah. get that frosted look that you need, right? Yeah. Yep. And then one of the other, well, the frosted look too, I think also has something to do with the continuous wave aspect of gantry CO2 lasers. Whereas the RF in this format is pulsed. It's a pulse so you're, laser. You're, like a you're seeing, yeah, it's on and off. So you're you're not seeing an average, um, an average power across is going to be different than the constant wave because you're yep. you're getting more heat to it with the yep. constant and wave. I, I was talking and to a member the recently. Bubbling. I think it was Tyler was telling me that he saw an article somewhere where you can actually set RF CO two lasers. Lasers have like a hidden continuous wave setting. So if you set your parameters in a very specific sequence of settings, it will actually function as a continuous wave. It will shut off That's the pulsing altogether. It's very interesting. I do not know if it's true, and I have nothing to back that up. But I heard Theoretically, about it. you can and do now that with I'm, a fiber I'm interested. too. But yeah, and you, have, would you wouldn't have enough power. Like? You wouldn't have enough power. So the, mm. the whole reason we do the pulse laser is because you're building up enough energy inside of the, the fiber itself. So that you're giving time for the electrons to increase in energy and then um, coherence, 
right buzzwords right so if you if that's you take why out it's the a Q pumped there's a pumped yes. diode laser right well they're they're all pumped there's a pumping action which is this that's what gives the light amplification and mm -hmm. geo's going to correct me if he wants but the the aspect of the q switching for the fiber lasers is you're basically blocking off allowing it to get um past a certain it's q is quality so the quality level of it and when you're ready for it you take it away and then you put it back and take it away and so you're basically switching on and off back and forth but it mm -hmm. allows you to get really 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 high pulsed energy and if you take that away and as soon as you have a little bit of lasing action going on you can make it, it will be constant but the power the wattage the output level like if this was a 50 watt i don't even know if you get a watt out of it i don't know what those numbers are but it probably yeah. wouldn't be enough and since the q switching is so quick especially for metal it, it's mm -hmm. almost constant for the co2 right. i would be really interested to to see w what that would do and if you can find those parameters yeah yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna take a look and see if i can mess around with that because that would be a very interesting thing to look further into yep. i agree i don't believe that the rf2 well i I think it's different. I think it's a different thing because if we take a look at like Epilogue's machines, Epilogue's gantry machines use RF laser tubes and those function as continuous lasers. Those are not pulsed. Mm -hmm. So Epilogue is using RF tubes in a continuous wave configuration. Interesting. Which should theoretically mean that it should work in this application. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the difference of tech would be. Yeah, I mean, if you have an RF tube, you should difference. be able to make it, yeah. I don't think it's a big difference except wattage, right? If you get an epilogue machine, you're getting a 100-watt RF tube, which is something that is just not, we just can't do that through the Galvo because it's just too damn big, right, without, like, a big industrial setup. I mean, they're, like, Alex Campbell has, like, his 100-something-watt uh, CO2 Galvo, which I think has an RF tube in it, but he's got that big steel like machine frame supporting the weight of that. And it's on like big lifters, you know, and it's like yeah. a whole He's other got, thing. I, yeah. I, we do, we do desktop stuff here. Yeah. This, I, I don't go that hard, but still, you know, I mean, so like, I don't know, does the 30 to 100 watt make a continuous beam from a CO2 RF tube usable or would it be usable at 30? I, these are all questions that I don't, I don't have the answers to right now, but I'm trying to find them so that I can share them with you guys. So we'll see. Did you see Patrick's new logo? That looks sick. Yeah, he, I saw the one he just posted in the, in garbage. It, I, I like it. I like job. the idea. And he got he got his wife involved too, so she wants ownership. I mean, you know, if you yeah. if you make your name focus on firearms, you kind of limit yourself. I think you just do. based on the name. Absolutely. But yeah, you know, for me, I have printing in my name. So who like printers? You do printing? No, I just like the alliteration. Yeah. Yeah, I can You're do like, printing, I have, but I don't have a single printer. I've never printed anything. I have 3D printers, but it's people wouldn't associate that with it. So I'm looking yeah. at a. Uh, I don't know if it's worth doing on the stream, but I'm going to pull it up anyway. I have yeah, a, what's uh, up? Processing. Let me pull up the screen. I'm very close oh. to. Um. Oh, okay. Here we go. Uh oh. That, nope. That's that looks the wrong scary. One. I don't even like it. I don't like looking at it. Oh, it's Sinrad. That's a familiar name. Talk to me. Oh, I literally just pulled it up, but it looks like what we're, this is fabric. So I guess they're doing it on um, like jeans and stuff. So pulse versus yeah. continuous wave CO2 lasers. Um, they, this is actually like a white paper. So they're doing uh, two different, a continuous laser and a pulse laser with a 3D scan head, blah, blah, blah. Um, okay, so we're looking at perforations on polyester at different powers, different thicknesses. Uh, or sorry, not different powers. 100% polyester, 35, 0.35 millimeters thick. Mm -hmm. Usable pulse. Okay, so over here, I don't know if, yeah, I probably can't, can I highlight that? No. Um, over here, pulse of laser um, beam. So you're seeing basically the peak laser power up here at the top and what yeah. doesn't necessarily get used. So what it's saying is only part of your beam gets used because it's it's over the, well, they're saying it's an ablation threshold. This is enough to burn into the, the material. And then continuous right. wave, by comparison, it's showing like, or no, I'm sorry, I did that backwards. Pulse lasers down here at the bottom, and that's what we were talking about before, is you get a huge spike for a very short right. amount of time. And the constant right. wave, it's lower, but it's essentially all the time. Um, so let's double check here. So we're looking at 
the P the P two fifty is pulsed. This this is pulsed laser right here, mm -hmm. and then the one on the bottom is the continuous wave. So I'm not seeing a huge difference between those two. This one looks anything, like it's the, more blackened, the and this one looks right. like it burned through, right? Right, right. Yeah, the continuous wave was was more of like a uh, it didn't get as much energy into it, and this one just blasted right through it, like my wife's jeans when I did right. the uh, cut setting. That's right. Perforations at various frequencies. Perforations were created by using each laser at a low frequency, directing the beam across fabric at constant speed. So with the pulsed laser, they were able to do the same perforations on 100% fiber uh, 1.7 times faster versus the continuous. Um, if perforation is your goal. If, yeah, so if you're trying to perforate, I mean, they're probably dealing with this as a new cutting fabric in order to make garments, which is probably what you would want to be using the pulsed lasers for. Um, yeah. But we're looking for the continuous side of it. So. Um, this chart shows the duty cycle of the pulse versus continuous, the frequency, the peak power. And mm -hmm. yeah, so it looks like they're trying to advertise you wanting to get pulsed laser versus right. a continuous laser for a cutting application on organics. Okay, so that's <laughs> not exactly specific. what we were looking for. Um, yeah. Interesting I'll try to find something better than this. Yeah. Hopefully somebody got something out of that. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll play with it, dude. We'll keep looking around. I'm sure we'll... Uh... Sure, we'll find some more information on it. I just need some time to do some digging. Before I can get into any of that, I need to put I need to physically put Francine back together because she, she's in eight pieces right now. Eight. So, yeah, dude. Yeah. What is are you uh are you horcruxing her? There's I, a little bit, dude. She's kind of shattering her across the, the moment. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um I just oh and I'm really glad by the way I found the specs on the um the 20 millimeter galvo head is made by a company called ZBTK and I found the specs for that that galvo head the big one so one of the things we were people when I realized I had a 220 power supply I was like well can I just leave the power supply that I have in there in there and continue to use this head I would have been severely underpowering those servos uh because really so you do need to upgrade the one that I had in there uh, had a max amp output of 2.5 amps, and right. the 20 millimeter head requires five. Okay, so I'm glad you found the specs because we were. I think before I disappeared, we were talking about that, and I was like, I don't really see you changing yeah. a head making a big Just difference. But then yeah. you show me the size of those fucking mirrors, man. That, yeah, I guess dude, that, they're yeah. huge. The servos are gigantic, so yeah, the, um, it takes a lot more energy to keep that speed up and move that extra mass. Because there's a lot okay. more mass, you have to move around at those speeds. So yeah, so it's a five amp. Uh, so I'm glad that the new power supply is here. So yeah, after as soon as we're done with the podcast today, I'm gonna jump back into recording. I'm gonna pretend like I'm not wearing a different outfit than I was when I started recording that video, because because <laughs> I got through the entire disassembly of the machine wearing one pair of clothes, you know. <laughs> and then I I reached the dead end where I had to get the new power supply and the new uh, mount, the new neck mount, and I just. I was like, oh, I guess I'll just pick up where I left off. Where I left well, off. I can't make fun yeah. of you for wearing the same clothes in every video anymore. <laughs> That's right. You can't. I've been trying. I've been making a conscious effort to change up my wardrobe. Also, it's <laughs> it's spooky season now, so I'm feeling much more uh, like my my winter and fall clothes are much more varied than my like summer options that I have available. I don't know why we're I have so many. Nobody, I have so many sweaters. Nobody cares. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I care. Guys, I care. And you're talking to me. <laughs> that's right. I seriously, um, if you, so, okay, time for just a quick plug. If you haven't already signed up for the Laser Masters Academy, go sign up for it right now. It's masters.lasereverything.net because today's bonus episode was really juicy. We actually take a really in-depth look at the different parts of the CO2 Galvo laser. We were checking out the lenses. We got like mm. an in-depth look at the mirror systems and stuff like that. Um, so that was actually like really cool. So just a a quick little plug there for, for the master's academy bonus episode uh you guys would enjoy it today it's a it's a fun one but yeah dude so how long do we have left on these exams uh i'm done i, I finished my last exam yesterday oh, so i have so how long do we get to keep you before you're gone again four days oh i start i oh. start classes again on the well 
Yeah, the 16th is my first assignment due for one of my classes. So, But Wednesday, classes officially start again. I've got two new ones. I think I'll have a better control over everything. I'm going to try to be more proactive with that. So yeah. this weekend and Monday, um, I'll be around. But, and then death. Um, uh, yes, the slow death. <laughs> the slow death. Well, I'm glad that you could, um, you could at least find a little solace for for just a short amount of time between classes, where you could come hang out and talk shop for a few minutes. Mister Updates, yeah. dude, I miss seeing yeah, you. Being, I'm, being um able to catch up with you is is, is nice, you know. Will there uh, be a, really like a a winter break bef between semesters for you? Any kind of sizable winter pause in your education? I think it's a week. I think basically you get uh, the Christmas and New Year's and then, well, I mean, technically, no, no, I think it's the, th what did I tell you? The, the 8th of December, I think I'm done. Yeah. And then I don't have classes again until like January 7th. I haven't signed oh, okay. up for those so, yet. That's so next you semester. Have, you do have a little chunk of time there. So that'll yeah, be nice. I actually did, I didn't we'll think you, about we'll that. We'll see around the holidays. Another thing I was thinking about too is maybe like, I know that you can't always be around for scheduled things like the podcast. But like, if you're ever in the shop, I'm assuming you've done something on your lasers in the last three weeks, right? Like you've worked on them. Yeah, yeah. I should, little, I've done. Them. I've done a. I've done a handful of axes and knives, and <clears throat> like, it's literally just as as much time. You know, I go in there and I'd start the lasering, and then I'd get to my homework. You know, yeah, it was lame, but so, I tried to well, come up with excuses you, to get out here. If if you ever want to like hop on when we're doing a live stream or something, like because we have the stream yard set up now. Uh, you can do that and I can shoot you a link. And even if you're popping in for 15, 20 minutes, you're like, Hey guys, this is what I'm working on right now. And then it finishes and you're like, I'm going to do homework. I, if you want to ever do anything like that, just let me know. Don't hesitate to reach out and uh, let me know. Cause we can definitely do that. It's super easy. Yeah. No, I think that would, it would, you know, if you're not, you know, doing something else or you're on the shop, I mean, e even if you're at home, which you will be pretty soon. And then one yeah. of us is in the shop being able to, have this, have this, you know, conversation. If, if, you know, even if you got the baby in your arms and you're just like, yeah, you should be doing that. And we're over here tinkering with the wait, lasers. Dude. I think it's going to be great. Yeah. 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 That'll be super cool. Well, I think that just about does it. Unless you have any, did you have anything else you wanted to share before we closed out today? No, not really. Just, you know, people need to know that I'm alive. I know everyone's been asking about me in the discord and people tacky so who, now, but. So now we've, we've <laughs> checked, we've checked and we've felt a pulse here on tacky's coldening body uh but i'm there, blinking there in a, morse code help me there is a heartbeat <laughs> which is uh amazing now we need to find tony's dead carcass and check that for signs of life i have no idea where he is what forest he got lost in but we have to go dig up his <laughs> his remains and, and see if there's any way we can bring him back from the dead uh, even if it's as some kind of like frankenstein's monster you know we can like stitch him back together maybe with parts mm -hmm. from other dead members uh, would be like really effective. <laughs> it, it'd be right on. It'd be right on brand because we've got Halloween coming up too. So exactly. Uh, great. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed hanging out with me and Tacky today. It was really really great to catch up with you, man. Um, if you want more of Tacky and more of this, just kind of like what's going on. Let's see. I, we had some really, I, I'm already blanking on it, but we had some really interesting conversations in the, in the bonus episode started off just a little bit slow. Cause we were just waking up, but then things kind of picked up and we, we got into some interesting stuff. So if you want to listen to that, go support the channel and further your laser education at the laser master Academy. I know I just plugged it, but I'm doing it again. Uh, it's <laughs> masters.lasereverything.net. Uh, it's all the same prices and tiers that you're used to seeing from the Patreon. Uh, it's just in a new place where we've got uh, member forums that are amazing for communicating with other supporters. You still get instant access to all of the fiber laser and CO2 laser parameter libraries. You still get uh, bonus episodes of all the podcasts. You still get access to the multiple times a week live streams that we've been doing. Uh, there's like... And there's got to be over 100 hours of live streams at this point. There's got to be. Easily. Easily. 12-hour yeah, days. Over, yeah. 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 Over 100 hours of, of just live stream, juicy live stream in, info for you. And a whole bunch more. So don't skip on the Laser Master Academy. There are people in the Laser Master Academy that aren't new. They've been doing laser for like 10 years. And they still join up 
to the academy to support the channel and interact with other people that are really taking this seriously and they want to take they want to step step their game up to the next level so if that's something that you want to do one more time masters.lasereverything.net um and uh don't forget to join the discord it's free that's kind of like the dumpster fire of laser engraving community like just everything just everybody's there talking about everything 24 7 it's still a great place it's not as focused but it's it's still like a a must join and it doesn't cost a dime so go check out the discord as well uh there's a link to both of those in the show notes or video description and uh i don't think that there's anything else to if you're already a member um, and you have been around for a while, we did a community contest last month and we had some really great entries and uh, some uh, handful of winners to get some Laser Everything swag. We're doing it again yep. this month. We'll probably do it as often as we can until Alex runs out of merchandise to send you guys your way. So we're doing Spooktober stuff. Um, this one is completely open-ended. Last month, we required that you do one specific design. Um, this time, any design that is related to Halloween, spookiness, skeletons, um, and we are allowing um, the community is going to be voting on it. So um, get in there, just look at the rules real quick, and then get started. Do it on any laser you have, on any material you have, with any design you have. And yeah, um, but, the prize, yeah. I think this, I the prize for this month, I'm actually going to make, this is going to be super limited. So for the September contest, we just did I let people, the winners, just picked one piece of gear from the merch shop, and that was what they got. Um, this time, I think I'm going to custom de- design a one-off Halloween-themed laser everything, like sweater or something. Like, like really, really primo. There will Damn. only ever be one made, like, Halloween piece of laser everything merch. and then Limited merch. It. I'm going to have to hop merch, in this so- one. Yeah, so I think I think that's the way I want to go for the uh, for the the contest prize um, or prizes. We may have multiple winners again. I don't know. Um, we'll see. We'll see how many submissions we get. Uh, but yes, go participate. Uh, check out the submissions from the last last month's uh, contest as well, which is still up because they're super cool. So if you haven't already taken a peek at those, go take a peek at them. Um, I think we'll leave the last months up until the current months is over. So like when October ends, we'll get rid of September and start November. You know, so there's yeah, always I, two up. Yeah, and I think in, and outside of the Discord to um, having the, the submissions like available on mm-hmm. the Master Academy is great because it would, it'll become a resource for people to get ideas for their own lasering, I think would be great. Yeah, maybe we can create some Having kind showcases. of like backlog where yeah, we can mm-hmm. look back over the the years or something, you know, and like see. Totally. The, uh, anyway, we're uh, we're trying to close the show. We're not doing a good job. Uh, thank you for bringing that up though, because that was really important. And I never remember the contests uh, when we're when we're plugging stuff. That's it, guys. Get out of here. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Laser Source Podcast. I appreciate you. Tacky appreciates you. I appreciate Tacky. Uh, and that's, I think that's all I got. So we'll see you in the next one.